against Bitcoin. It's going up forever, Lord. Welcome to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. We are your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover breaking news, culture, matic warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. And today is one of those episodes where we're going to be talking about the separation of money and state. One of my favorite features about Bitcoin is that eventually it exposes all incentives. And what we've seen over the last two weeks is Elizabeth Warren, her her allies in the media and her allies in government take advantage of the tragedy happening in Palestine and Israel to try to circumvent the legislative process to enact these crazy regulations that would essentially, uh, you know, attack Bitcoin, make it very difficult uh, for Bitcoiners, particularly in the U.S., even though this movement is happening worldwide. Now, what happened is that this ended up backfiring. And the reason that ended up backfiring is because social media has allowed the common man, the everyday individual, the rise of citizen journalists to uh, rebuke the claims made by the legacy corporate media. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, the Wall Street Journal uh, conceded on Friday. They retracted their statements. They offered a correction. And the Wall Street Journal article was the pillar of Elizabeth Warren's letter to the White House, which prompted the 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 which prompted the White House to send uh, to tap on the Treasury, specifically the FinCEN to enact these crazy regulations. Now it was exposed, the the Wall Street Journal article got it completely wrong. Therefore, Elizabeth Warren, uh, she was using false information or misrepresenting information in order to achieve a certain political end goal. She was caught in 4K, we said this yesterday. She did not retract her statement, she doubled down. She said, okay, maybe that that article was incorrect, but there's other sources, but she only used one source in that article for the White House, right? Now, what happened though, and this is beautiful, and this this goes back to my initial statement, is that Bitcoin exposes all incentives. And what we've seen is essentially uh, Elizabeth Warren, first, you know, she, 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 she lied. First, she, she gets caught lying. Then she doubles down. And then she finally says the quiet part out loud. And what is that quiet part? Basically, she's making the, came, the case to criminalize self-custody. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is where we are in the movie This is not rhetoric. This is not me exaggerating it in the title. This is exactly what she said in the video. And then that really calls into question the FinCEN proposal and the bipartisan bill that that Elizabeth Warren has introduced in the Senate, even though it has a very low likelihood of, of, of being passed. But this is what she really wanted. And this coincides with the exact same words coming out of the head of the European Central Bank, who was previously the head of the IMF, who I might add is also a convicted felon 
She calls Bitcoin an escape valve. So really what you're seeing from Elizabeth Warren is fear. What you're seeing from Christine Lagarde is fear because they know that their money cannot compete on the free market with a better money, with a superior money. And why is Bitcoin superior to state-issued currency? Because it does two things that they cannot help themselves but to do. It offers, it offers censorship resistance and it's deflationary. Governments are always gonna wanna do those two things. They're always gonna wanna censor and they're always gonna wanna inflate because without inflating, they cannot pay for the endless wars. They cannot pay for the things that we cannot afford on income tax alone. The money printing is how the United States continuously spends over a trillion dollars deficit spending year after year, even though the government, you know, you hear the, the rhetoric from the politicians. We must tax the billionaires. We must tax more. Tax, 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 the income tax. But what they fail to tell you is that the U.S. government collects more tax revenue year after year. But why is it that they want to collect more tax? It's because of the spending. This is why you have to separate money from state. It's a question of aligning incentives. As long as politicians don't have to go to the populace to raise money for any ideas that they have proposed, and instead they can get they can fund it through the hidden tax of inflation, the incentives of society will never be aligned. And I truly believe that's why we're seeing the moral degradation of society. That's why you're seeing the cultural degradation. That's why you're seeing the infrastructure degradation. All these things because the people in charge are not incentivized to do good by their constituents, they're incentivized to get as close as humanly possible to the money spigot. And they're willing to say anything and everything, but blame themselves for the circumstance, for the situation they themselves have caused, for spending money they didn't have and debasing people's money in order not only to enrich themselves, but to pay for the spending that people can't ignore. I mean, the, the, uh, for the spending that they cannot afford. But here it is, once again, Honey Badger don't care, and it forced Elizabeth Warren, whether she realized it or not, to finally, finally say the quiet part out loud. Self-custody is a crime. If you choose to put your money in a way of which I can't easily seize it, I can't easily confiscate it, I can't easily censor it, that's a problem. And that is a problem for politicians that have been using that privilege, abusing that privilege to not only pay for themselves, I mean enrich themselves, but also pay for things that we can't afford as a country. And of course, we're speaking from a American center of view from, uh, from the, uh, you know, cause we live in the United States, but this applies to all countries around the world. Look at what's happening in Venezuela. Look at what's happening in Argentina. Look at what's happening in Turkey. So this is crazy. And this is a very historical moment. And I'm telling you, 
in a couple of years, I think they're going to get so desperate that they're going to just keep saying this. That the whole thing of self-custody is dangerous. And if you think about that, like if you think about it from like a foundational level, like that is so absurd. Because we can't debase your money, because we can't easily confiscate your money, that is dangerous. And you have to look at the historical precedent here. Back in the 30s, during the Great Depression, FDR implemented the famous 6102 order where he made it illegal for American citizens to own gold. So countries, nation states, have had a history of when they default on their debt, they have a history of confiscating their populace's wealth in order to uh, to keep it going. But with Bitcoin, this is why Bitcoin is so unique. This is why Bitcoin changes everything. For the first time in human history, you can store vast sums of wealth, millions, billions, trillions of dollars by memorizing a 12 to 24 word seed phrase. And that makes it incredibly difficult for government to confiscate on a mass scale, whatever their justification is. And it has them scared sh shiitakeless <laughs> for the sake of not cursing in the first couple of minutes. So this is crazy. This means we're winning. Let's keep up the pressure. Let's color within the lines. And most importantly, our most important weapon in this narrative trench warfare is just to expose their lies and misrepresentations so that the world can see them for who they are. Anyways, it's going to be a great show. I want to bring up my legendary co-host, always optimistic, giant smile on his face today. How you doing, Opti? <laughs> I am doing wonderful. In, in the face of this uh, very, very sober monologue, I, I was just thinking, of course... Uh, I, I think my reigning reigning role here on the show is to make light of everything in in regards to it getting very serious, and I have officially changed my view on my favorite politician. It is no longer Brad Sherman. It is now officially Elizabeth Warren. Absolutely love to see the politicians, the powers that be, the unproductive class squirm like this. And we say it all the time. Bitcoin exposes people's incentives. And God, you love when they say the quiet part out loud. And, and it's not just us like talking about it. It's them actually terrified of what is happening. You just love to see it. You know, it's going to go into what we're going to talk about on the culture. Uh, this this idea that we're we're winning so hard, guys. It's absolutely incredible. In the face of all the fear, just remember that Bitcoin just stays winning as long as you are taking Bitcoin into self custody. The game is going along exactly as planned, and you just love to see it. it this was inevitable, and it's it's actually happening a lot quicker than I thought it would. Nico, I'm not, I'm I'm really surprised that this is where we are. Of course, Elizabeth Warren seems to be uh, the canary in the coal mine for for the powers that be. So we'll we'll see who else starts to come out as our also third and fourth and fifth second or wait six favorite politicians. 100%. Ah, you love when politicians get scared. I'd love to see it. Love to see it. <laughs> Anyways, guys, so in, in these types of moments in history, right, uh, it has never been a more important time to take self-custody. The sponsors that support the show, make this show possible, we're very, very picky who we choose, right? 
So yes, of course, uh, and this all kind of goes to Bitcoin's aligned incentives. We choose to partner up with Bitcoin companies that make it easy for you to stack sats, make it easy for you to withdraw those stacks from that said exchange. We give you uh, exposure to the best Bitcoin hardware wallets in the industry so that you can take self-custody. And we also emphasize the fact of, you know, not your uh, properly securing your Bitcoin wallet backup seed words. Don't store it on paper, store it on metal. Uh, and then not to mention the fact that we also bring up, you know, if you, got to, you guys want to take the next level, run your own node. If you don't run your own node, you're trusting someone else's. And that's why we love Start9. We have all of that in the video description. So when we're talking about self-custody, you guys are covered on all fronts of what Bitcoin products to use um, it, to really achieve your sovereignty as an individual. Anyways, everybody, uh, let's jump into the show. Uh, this I think this is a historical episode. I, I can't believe this is where we are in the movie. So many things have happened this year. Holy cow. Um, and I and I suspect my intuition is telling me it will continue to accelerate as we're living through this pivotal moment in human history. We are living through the disintermediation of information and we're living through the disintermediation of money. And it's happening all at the same time. Strap yourself in. It's going to be a hell of a ride. And uh, of course, Simply Bitcoin will, will be here to cover it for you guys. All right, everybody, let's start the show. Let's do it. the bitcoin numbers is your bitcoin in cold storage really secure is your seed phrase really secure stamp seeds do-it-yourself kit has everything you need to hammer your seed words into commercial grade titanium plates instead of just writing them on paper don't store your generational wealth on paper Paper is prone to water damage, fire damage. You want to put your generational wealth on one of the strongest metals on planet Earth, titanium. Your words are actually stamped into this metal plate with this hammer and these letter stamps. And once your words are in, they aren't going anywhere. No risk of the plate breaking apart and pieces falling everywhere. Titanium stamped seeds will survive nearly triple the heat produced by a house fire. They're also crush proof, waterproof, non-corrosive and time proof. All things that paper is not allowing you to huddle your Bitcoin with peace of mind for the long haul. Stamp your seed on Stamp Seed. All right, guys, we made it super easy for you guys. You could scan the QR code on your screen, take you directly to the Stamp Seed website where you can get yourself a titanium seed phrase storage kit. You can use promo code simply to get a 15% discount. Don't store your generational wealth on paper. Wait, wait, wait. Nico, be, on be, I'm, I'm going to let you finish, but guys, we're almost at 21K on YouTube. Uh, we've been talking with Stamp Seed. We're going to do a giveaway with them. So uh, you saw the Stamp Seed kit. We're in talks with the boys over at Stamp Seed. That's going to be our grand prize for you guys hanging out in the chat. But go follow them on Twitter at Stamp Seed. Follow our Twitter. Drop in our Telegram group. Of course, subscribe to YouTube. Once we hit 21K, we're going to give a do a giveaway for you guys. It's going to be a massive prize. You guys are going to you guys are going to be shitting bricks out there so it's going to be a solid one shouts out the stamp seed go follow them on twitter yeah it's going to be a special edition plate simply bitcoin plate 
Um, so yeah, it's very limited edition and, uh, yeah. So just to celebrate, uh, you guys, uh, helping us get to 21,000 subscribers, of course, 21 is a very special number in Bitcoin. And we also might be giving away some simply Bitcoin merch as well. So stay tuned. Anyways, at the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 34,515 sats per dollar, 2,897 block height, 814,860. Having estimate April 20th, 2024, total Lightning Network capacity 5,294 Bitcoin, capacity value 182 million US dollars, realized monetary inflation 1.74%, market capitalization $674 billion. Bitcoin versus gold market cap continues to creep up 5.10%. The grand scheme of things, Bitcoin's still baby. Once Bitcoin reaches the market cap of gold, that puts the price of Bitcoin at $500,000 per coin. Anyways, um, so let's kind of go back uh, the series of events. Um, and I, you know, to use uh, the Chad Saylor's reference, the cyber hornets, Elizabeth Warren stirred up the, the the hornet's nest. Pierre Richard said Elizabeth Warren spread disinformation to exploit a crisis. It's backfiring and now undermines her misguided anti-Bitcoin agenda. To say it blew up in her face is, I think, it's an understatement. Here's the Wall Street Journal, which was pivotal in her, you know, she, she used this as the source material for her letter to the White House. In fact, the FinCEN uh, proposal actually included some of the language included in the Wall Street Journal article, right? Um, and it's interesting because when she was confronted, you know, she didn't even acknowledge it. She says, it's not about that one report. Well, Elizabeth Warren, you only used one report in that letter, right? So again, you could tell you know, she was caught in 4K. And here is the Bitcoin senator, Senator Cynthia Lummis of Wyoming. Uh, and this is this is an absolute, you know, absolute, uh, absolute dagger, right? Metaphorical dagger. Uh, and here is a graphic for our audio listeners. And it says crypto assets account for less than 1% of global illicit finance. If you were to believe Elizabeth Warren's rhetoric, right? Her bills, the FinCEN proposal. That's not what she's saying at all. Wait, so you, are you trying to say that 99, more than 99% of illicit finance is using the traditional financial system? Why aren't they talking about that? Well, because it isn't about that. It's about the fact that in Bitcoin, they cannot control it. That's what it all comes down to at the end of the day, right? Um, okay, so moving on to the video because it, it just it was it was absolutely crazy. I tweeted this out. Tweet went viral, so obviously it's been on people's minds. Uh, here is Elizabeth Warren finally admitting what we've known for months. We've been making this case for months. We have not been able to find a smoking gun. So we've always made it very clear that we've been speculating. We've been saying, okay, it sure does look with the words that they're using, like the word unhosted wallet, uh, the fact that the FinCEN proposal would basically make it so that you would have to report, like uh, they would look down upon single use addresses, even though by default, that's how Bitcoin wallets work, right? Uh, here's Elizabeth Warren finally, finally saying the quiet part out loud. Let's check it out. Last year, you wrote that, quote, 
In their attempt to avoid being traced, illegal actors have adopted ever more sophisticated cryptocurrency technologies, such as non-custodial wallets. Play that one more time. <laughs> what? What? Last year, you wrote that, quote, in their attempt to avoid being traced, illegal actors have adopted ever more sophisticated cryptocurrency technologies, such as non-custodial wallets. Illegal actors are using ever more sophisticated technology, such as taking self-custody. I don't know about you guys, but like self-custody is the default in Bitcoin. There is no unhosted, non-custodial vocabulary in the Bitcoin white paper. That is made up. Why is it made up? Because back when they passed the 6102 order, the reason that they were so successful with seizing everyone's gold is that most people that had a large amount of gold because of its physical characteristics, had it custodied with large banks. So governments only had to tap on the door of those banks and say, hey, now this gold is mine. It's illegal for individuals to hold it. But Elizabeth Warren ain't stupid. And she sees the writing on the wall. It will be very, very difficult. And this is why I've said this in the past. If enough people take self-custody, we will win and there will be nothing they can do about it. Are they going to go to door to door? Millions upon millions of individuals all around the United States barge through their door, like to confiscate their wealth. Mind you, America, I'm not trying to imply anything here, but America is one of the most armed nations on the face of the planet due to the Second Amendment. It's going to be unfeasible for them to confiscate on a mass scale very easily. So that's why she's saying that. That is why she is saying that. And she's misrepresenting this and she's being insincere. What she's trying to do is commingle crime with self-custody. She was caught misrepresenting in the Wall Street Journal or using the Wall Street Journal article. She doubled down and now one of the most beautiful things about Bitcoin is that once again, it just exposed her true incentive. This is what she wants. She doesn't want you using a money that she can't debase and she doesn't want you a money. She doesn't want you using a money that she can't confiscate at the flick of a switch. That is what she's saying here. Is she truly representing the people in this? If you're in Massachusetts, she's up for re-election next year. Whether you're a Democrat, Republican, liberal, progressive, right, conservative, I don't care. Does she truly uh, represent your best interest? Because what she just said is that writing down 24 words somehow supports illicit activity. Anyways, moving on. Here's Max Kaiser. Retweeted it. And I think he's absolutely right. Bitcoin separates money from state. Liz is scared. I would say not only Elizabeth is scared. I would say people like Christine Lagarde are scared as well. 
That's why she released that meme video, uh, you know, about a, a week or two ago, <laughs> basically saying the CBDC is here. I see fear in their eyes. And they don't have a good argument as to why inflation is necessary, as to why your money should steal from you, as to why they should have this God-like power of being able to confiscate wealth at the flick of a switch, either through inflation or through direct confiscation. Anyways, here's Sam Lehman, and he, he, he makes some good points. At what point does Senator Warren's crypto vendetta start to undermine U.S. security interest? Let's take a week. Let's take last week's hearing. At multiple turns, the expert witness had to fact check Warren in real time and correct her gross exaggerations about crypto's role in terrorist financing. How did Elizabeth Warren respond to that? It's not about one report. And how, look at what Nick Carter said. When the one report which you cited exclusively in your letter to the White House issues a correction, I think you lose the right to say, quote, it's not about one report. Anyways, goes on to say, fiat currency makes up between 2 to 5% of all money laundering worldwide. By comparison, crypto makes up only 0.25%. And yet Warren devoted 100% of her hearing time pushing the narrative that crypto was the main culprit in the Hamas attack, a narrative that has since been debunked by multiple blockchain intelligence firms. In The Art of War, Sun Tzu champions the principle of misdirection. Make your enemy think you are strong when you are weak and weak where you are strong. Hamas doesn't need to do this in the area of financial warfare because Elizabeth Warren is already doing it for them. She's inflating the role of crypto as a money laundering tool, which ultimately distracts the security state from where Hamas' true strengths lie. Fundraising through traditional means, such as state sponsors, shell companies, hawalas, and bulk cash smuggling. Of course, this isn't Warren's aim, but it is the unintended consequence of her anti-crypto campaign. Overstating the role of crypto in illicit finance only empowers Hamas by diverting our attention from the organization's real cash cows. That's why Dr. Wagman implores Warren not to take her eyes off the greater threat. So, think about that for a second. She's willing to not talk about the actual source of funding for these terrorists that committed atrocities because she wants to kill the industry because she wants to protect her moat. Is that really a politician that's, that's for the people by the people? Or is that a politician for herself and by herself? Because that's what it looks like to me. She calls herself a so-called progressive. I don't know about you guys, but Bitcoin is the most equitable, equal money the world has ever seen. It doesn't care where you're from, where your skin color is. Anybody could download a Bitcoin wallet, even in the most repressive countries like Afghanistan, where women were barred from having bank accounts. You know what they could do? Download a Bitcoin wallet. What about in communistic regimes like Cuba? You know what they could do? 
download a Bitcoin wallet. If Elizabeth Warren is for the little guy, what she's pushing is for fiat currency. And fiat currency disproportionately affects the little guy the most. Because the lower and middle classes do not have the means to save in assets, so they save in cash. And every time the government prints money, it's a wealth redistribution mechanism from the lower and middle classes back to the very wealthy and back to the government. So Elizabeth Warren, you call yourself a progressive, but it looks like what you're really doing is supporting the wealthy elite that benefit from all the money printing, that benefit from all the inflation. Elizabeth Warren, my opinion is that you're a fraud. That's what I got to say about that. This is kind of, this is messed up. This is messed up. And the fact that you're doubling down using lies and misrepresentations is not cool. We've put all the source material here. Of course, that is my opinion. It doesn't represent simply Bitcoin. But at what point can you not say she's not being sincere? She's not telling the truth. Clearly, it has been exposed without a doubt. And Senator Cynthia Lummis' graphic perfectly represents this. That crypto assets only account for less than 1% of global illicit finance. Absolutely ridiculous. Now, this calls into question... The, legit the legitimacy of all the proposals, whether it's the FinCEN proposal that would essentially uh, demonize single-use addresses. Here's a quote. This uh, Creating and, and using single-use wallets, addresses, or accounts, sending CVC through these wallets, addresses, or accounts in a series of transactions. Quote, this method involves the use of single wallets, addresses, or accounts, colloquially known as a peel chain, in a series of unnatural transactions that have the purpose uh, or effect of obfuscating the source and destination of funds by volumetrically increasing the number of involved transactions. Here's the thing. That's how Bitcoin wallets work by default. And now that she's said the quiet part out loud, is it really about obfuscating? Now that we know the actual numbers, is it really about obfuscating? Do they really care about obfuscation? Or is it really about making it hard for individuals to take self-custody because the regulations are so burden burdensome? Now let's move on to her bipartisan bill that she has in the Senate. Also calls into questions the real motives. And this bill is absolutely crazy. Extend the bank secrecy. The, the, these are some of the passages, some of the proposals from the, from the bill, which is called the Digital Asset Anti-Money Laundering Act. Extend Bank Secrecy Act responsibilities, including KYC, uh, uh, KYC requirements, to digital asset wallet providers, miners, validators, and other network participants that may act to validate, secure, or facilitate digital asset, uh, asset transaction. I don't know if miners can KYC. I don't know if nodes can KYC. She's also proposing that software wallets and hardware wallets implement a KYC. Is that even feasible? I don't think so. I don't think the purpose of this bill is to address the Anti-Money Laundering Act. Now that she's been exposed misrepresenting data, 
This calls into question what is the real purpose of this bill. It goes on to say, address a major gap with respect to unhosted wallets. There it is again. Which allow individuals to bypass AML and sanctions checks by directing FinCEN. FinCEN, which was which is the, you know, the the institution that was that that uh proposed the FinCEN proposals, right? It's kind of all ties together to finalize and implement its December 2020 proposed rule, which would require banks and money service uh, businesses to verify customer and counterparty identities, keep records and file reports in relation to certain digital asset transactions involving unhosted wallets or wallets hosted in a non-BSA compliant jurisdictions. So all of this stuff, whether it's her bill, the Digital Asset Anti-Money Laundering Act, whether it's her taking advantage of an absolute tragedy happening in Palestine and Israel, which led to the proposed regulations by FinCEN, I think none of it was sincere. I think none of it was based on truth. I think all of it had to do with the fact that she does not want the separation of money and state. She wants to maintain the privilege of benefiting from being able to create money for free that the rest of us has to work for. Caught in 4K. And I love the fact that Bitcoin, it's like one of the one of its best features, unknown features, is that Bitcoin eventually exposes all incentives. And here is Elizabeth Warren exposed in 4K. Is there a higher resolution than 4K? Exposed in 8K for the world to see. That is what she really wanted all along. It was never about money laundering. It was never about the things that she's proposed. And like the, the gentleman's tweet that we pointed out, it's actually hurting the US's ability to actually go after the real culprits because so much time and resources is being spent on going after crypto that according to Senator Cynthia Lummis's graph only accounts for 0.69% of global illicit finance. While the legacy financial system accounts for more than 99%. So why don't we focus on that, Elizabeth Warren? What is going on? What are your motivations here? I think it's obvious by now at this point. Anyways, Opti, that's my take. What are your thoughts on all this? <laughs> oh man, uh, you know, first, my, uh, of, of course, I got a troll here first. Uh, I, I saw this tweet. Uh, it's a meme. Of course, I, I've been bringing it up for a while here on the show. <laughs> Shouts out to everyone on the YouTube chat that sees this. Uh, it's saying that I, I wish Congress would wear jackets like NASCAR drivers, so we know who bought them and who they work for. I think it's becoming very obvious that Elizabeth Warren is not here for the little guy. And I, I want to highlight a few a few comments in the chat first. Uh, first one by XX. Uh, this is, I think, a pretty good insight. She goes, or he goes, she is angling for banks only custody of BTC. Just watch. So we got some predictions in the chat. Uh, that I think that's a good, good take as well. And Nico, you know, while you were ranting... I just kept thinking of the meme, facts don't matter. 
Uh, it, it doesn't matter to them about the facts. It's more about what they can get away with. And again, we always reference Nayib Bukele's article from Bitcoin Magazine. It's don't drink the elite's Kool-Aid. If they can manipulate the truth, because they have that monopoly on truth, they will continue to spew and gaslight all of this nonsense out there as long as people will eat it and regurgitate it and believe that they actually have their best interests in mind. And while you were going and and the clip was playing, all I could really think about was the framing that Elizabeth Warren was using. It's just like it's such it's just a huge wow. And it really goes into um, a theme that I talk about here all the time on the show about just the computer illiterates out there that are here to protect us from ourselves. And it's absolutely incredible. Either, I, again, being generous here, I, I try to be as generous as possible here so that people don't think I'm just an extremist. She and her colleagues, her ilk at uh, you know the banks and the politicians and bureaucrats just don't understand how Bitcoin works at all, and they're just spewing and reing and being afraid of technology. Or you know, again, not, not being not so generous. This is absolute blatant framing to gaslight people into believing that taking custody of your Bitcoin is illegal. Like since when is holding your own money illegal? Since when is running software illegal? These are things that are very clear cut in America. You can do both. And on that next point, uh, Nika brought up the Second Amendment. Again, this is a peaceful revolution, but we do, most of us live in America and you have the right to protect yourself. So shouts out to Take the Right. He goes, Second Amendment protects the right of every person to defend themselves and their property from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Bitcoin is property. Of course, we are not calling for violence or anything. This is more an acknowledgement that what they're doing is absolute blatant theft here and the fact that they're trying to gaslight us and and make this seem like oh we're the criminals here again i i troll this all the time but how many bad different names have we been called in the last couple of years coming out from uh, corporate press they call us financial illiterates they call us financial terrorists they're soon to call us domestic terrorists when all we really want to do is hold a money that you guys can't steal from us like this is the fundamental underlying issue. We have called your bluff. You can't steal from us anymore. And now you're going out in Congress and, and creating all this nonsense to justify your theft. It's absolutely disgusting. Like what the fuck? And it really makes me want to, I, again, I, I don't want to seem like we're just like whining and complaining here, but it's more about holding up a mirror and, and showing to the world that these politicians are not in positions to hold up their oath of the Constitution. It is not a government of the people, by the people, for the people. They are literally bought and paid for. It, this is a constitutional issue here. This is a First Amendment right. We've had these conversations in the cypherpunk wars. Bitcoin is just software. Yes, we know that it is a ledger and it takes away your power of money printing. And it's absolutely terrifying for the Lizzie Warrens and the Chrissy Lagards of the world. But the politicians, the bureaucrats and the central bankers, like your time is up. And this is them coping with that reality that, oh, wait, they have a technology. They have a tool that secures their freedom. We cannot allow this to happen. 
And this is the first inning of the Then They Fight You stages, guys. Like, we've been covering it all year long, slowly but surely. You know, maybe it took Nico a little longer than me to realize (laughs) that they are coming after us and they want to stop custodying of Bitcoin. And and I'm kind of doubling down. Stephen Lepka said it a couple of weeks ago and I brought it up. Using the term self-custodying your Bitcoin, it's it's like it's just it's so much jargon and, and and it's like it's Bitcoin, it's Bitcoiners projecting our, you know, our memes onto the world. All it is is taking control of your money, custodying your Bitcoin. This is the way, guys. This is what stops them in their tracks, eliminating the third parties. You do not need them in the middle. You do not need the money middlemen anymore. Because we have Bitcoin, a peer-to-peer electronic cash system that eliminates the third Amen. parties. Amen. I also want to give a shout. Want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Bitcoin 2024. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin conference on planet Earth. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be in Nashville, Tennessee, July 25th through the 24th. Opti and I are going to be here, be there. It's going to be Bitcoin 2024, the year of the having for a GA ticket. You can get it for three uh, for 349 for an industry pass. You can get it for 849 for a whale pass. You can get it for 4749 that gives you access to the deep backstage vip lounge that's where i saw uh, tulsi gabbard last year for an industry pass that will give you access to the industry day day one you can get it for 849 uh and for a ga 349 you can use promo code simply to get a bigger discount on the already discounted rate all right everybody let's hit the news we got a lot to talk about today let's check it out the daily news i want to give a shout out to our sponsor foundation devices it's self-custody done right they built a premium grade hardware wallet called passport right here in the us it's fully open source and verifiable it's the most intuitive bitcoin wallet designed with a ux reminiscent of a simple feature phone so you will know how to navigate it and use it the moment you pick it up. Get your Bitcoin off exchanges and into your into your own hands in just a few minutes. Experience the peace of mind that comes with taking ownership of your own keys. After a massive sellout during Bitcoin Miami 2023, the Passport is back in stock at foundationdevices.com. Bitcoin only, open source verifiable, completely air gap security model, gorgeous design craft, premium grade materials. If you're thinking about getting your Bitcoin off exchanges, this is the one for you. Check out the passport link in the show notes below to learn more. All right, everybody, I made it super easy for you guys. You could scan. Speaking of self-custody, this is the self-custody episode. I made it super easy for you guys. Scan the QR code on your screen. It will take you directly to the foundation devices website where you can get yourself a passport hardware wallet opti showing it off as well we both got one not your keys not your bitcoin so get yourself a hardware wallet look at what's going on in the sidelines pay attention everybody all right everybody let's jump into the news we got a lot to talk about today the UK publishes final proposals for crypto stablecoin regulation. So again, you know, sometimes we cover, we emphasize the United States a lot because that's where we're from. But in the UK, it seems like um, it seems like uh, you know there. <laughs> oh man, <sighs> let's just get to the article and then we'll we'll come to some conclusions. 
Um, the UK government published its final rules for the crypto ecosystem, saying it plans phased introduction of regulation with legislation for fiat-backed stablecoins being introduced next year. Other crypto areas, such as algorithmic stablecoins, will follow as the government brings activities like lending and trending into the fold of conventional financial regulation. These rules will bring relevant activities under the purview of the Financial Conduct Authority. The plans are in line with an April 2022 policy set out by Rishi Sunak, the finance minister and now prime minister, to make the UK a, a crypto asset hub and are likely to be welcomed by an industry that has complained the government has been dragged has has been dragging its feet. In a statement accompanying the document, Treasury Minister Andrew Griffith said he was Quote, very pleased to present these final proposals for crypto asset regulation in the UK. The finalized framework would mean, quote, the UK is the obvious choice for starting and scaling crypto asset businesses. The Treasury, the government's finance arm, published a crypto consultation in February and the consultation closed in April. Parliament passed the Financial Services and Markets Act in uh, Act 2023 in June, enabling crypto to be treated like a regular activity. The government has already set out that it wants to bring crypto within the fold of the traditional financial system, but Griffith has now modified some of his proposals, clarifying the treatment of crypto assets it already considers traditional financial instruments as well as, well as NFTs. The proposed regime, uh, regimen does not intend to capture activities relating to crypto assets, which are specific investments that are already regulated. Uh, it goes on to say, it talks more about NFTs, which I'm not really interested in. The FCA will soon consult an, an authorized regime for crypto companies, the document said, and the government also plans on form, uh, form, uh, formulating equivalent measures for overseas firms. The government also said it does not intend to ban decentralized finance, pointing out to its premature, it to, pointing out it's premature to regulate that aspect of the industry. Further documents published by the government set out that issuance or custody of stablecoins backed by fiat currency will be regulated under existing 2001 rules designed for financial services with further rules to ensure that any digital payment system can safely fail without bringing down the financial system. The central bank first launched its consultation on a, on a regimen for, system, for systemic stablecoins in May. The government's plans have not been without controversy. Lawmakers in the House of Commons Treasury Committee have previously arguing, argued that regulating the likes of Bitcoin and Ether on the lines of conventional financial services could lull, lull users into a false sense of security, and the government has previously rejected calls to treat crypto like gambling. It goes on to say the crypto industry, meanwhile, has complained of delays and poor feedback from the FCA, while recently introduced rules restricting crypto promotions have led some well-known firms to cut UK services altogether. Okay, so a couple things here. You're like, okay, this is good regulation. This is good. You know, they're, they're incorporating into traditional financial system. But what I want you guys to focus on is the fiat-backed stable coins. Now, there was a there is a report called the Future of Money and Payments released by the US Treasury late 2022. In the eyes of the US Treasury, the current administration, they see the future of money and payments as stable coins, payment platforms like PayPal and Cash App and CBDCs. Why? Well, let's kind of go back to what Elizabeth Warren was saying about self-custody. Right. 
because stable coins are centralized, they will inevitably be co-opted by government. They will be targeted by governments. And stable coins are actually uh, more, ad more adopted than Bitcoin in developing countries because they provide a false sense of financial stability and also a false sense of financial sovereignty, right? So you have to see it for what it is. It's like, yeah, okay, incorporating the traditional financial system, but they're also talking about stable coins. Why are they talking about stable coins? Because they co-opt them. And remember that stable coins, whether you like it or not, play a huge role in the Bitcoin ecosystem. And I think eventually what they would like, right, is to control those stable coins. Those stable coins get issued by government themselves. Because that then that would mean that all those people that have adopted stable coins in developing countries like Venezuela, like Argentina, like Turkey, to save themselves from inflation, all of a sudden, governments like the UK, governments like the US have control of those people have censorship controls, you know, inflation is already there, you know, because they're stable coins, they're, you know, they're tethered to fiat currencies. So you gotta, sometimes if you just read the article by itself and you don't connect the dots, it doesn't tell you the full picture. The noise here is the UK finalizes proposal for crypto regulation. The signal is stable coin regulation. And I'm calling it right now. That is what they will go after next. And I think they'll be a lot more successful because of stablecoin centralization. Anyways, Opti, what's, that's my take. What's your take? Yeah. Um, well, I just want to highlight one portion of that article. And uh, I, I wrote it down as a note over here. It says, we're back to Bitcoin will destabilize the fiat system. You absolutely love to see it. I, I love when they blame their failings onto us as Bitcoiners when we have literally created a better parallel monetary system that isn't the same thing, that doesn't have the same issues. And I, I always love when they use that framing that they need to regulate Bitcoin or crypto, because uh, it may destabilize the financial system. It's like, guys, that's happening with or without us. This is the reason why we have Bitcoin in the first place. And then the next one is, of course, sats are my stable coin. Bitcoin is the true stable coin. It is not that Bitcoin is volatile. It is that fiat currencies in relation to Bitcoin are the real volatile currencies here. And once you get on Bitcoin... Your life becomes so much easier. Bitcoin is the stable coin of the digital world. And I'm, I I don't really like stable coins, but I understand that this is a monetary progression and most people are still just so inundated with the fiat world and they still believe that $1 equals $1 or you know whatever, one peso equals one peso, even though most people know that exchange rates and inflation change that in real time. But People will inevitably leave the fiat currencies, probably go to a stable coin just because there's something they're used to. And then eventually they'll end up in Bitcoin. So this is just part of the progression. We, we always cover this on the show. But while you were going and in, in the context of this article, it kind of made me think of 
Uh, are CBDC stablecoins or will CBD or will stablecoins become CBDCs? Uh, because it's making it very much seem like they are just trying to transfer cash into a digital dollar so that they can continue to control you. Again, CBDCs stand for central bank digital control mechanisms, not currencies. And I don't know. I'm not I'm not here to continue to perpetuate the fiat dollar as a stablecoin, but I understand why people first step into stablecoins. And again, I say it all the time. You can't ban Bitcoin. You can only ban yourself from Bitcoin. So I really love that we constantly get this thrown out at us that the very people that are that we're here protecting ourselves from are going to protect us from ourselves. So I you know. It's just amazing that this is where we are, that people still believe this stuff. Guys, it's simple. Save in Bitcoin. You need to save in something. You can't save in paper currencies. You probably don't have enough money to buy other hard assets. And if you did, you still probably want some Bitcoin. You need to save in something. Take Bitcoin into self-custody, or rather into custody. Uh, don't leave it on exchange. It, it's super simple, guys. All this is noise. I, I, I hate to just troll the whole time, but... You know, boomers writing things on paper and expecting it to affect Bitcoin. It's just incredible. Just love to see it. I don't know. I, I guess I'm trolling today. A hundred percent. I also want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Kabooboobrax. They are the best place to buy, sell, host mining equipment. If you're looking, if you're in the market for the latest and greatest uh, Bitcoin ASIC, you got to check out Kabooboobrax. You got to check out their racks. You can scan the QR code on your screen. It will take you directly to their Telegram marketplace where you can connect with a member of their sales team. They make purchasing uh, their products easy and transparent. If you're thinking about selling your ASIC, they have your back too. You can connect with their vast network of domestic and international customers when you sell mining equipment with them. If you're trying to get into Bitcoin mining, Kaboomracks is the place for you. It's what I personally use. I highly recommend that. Start your Bitcoin mining utopia today. Check out Kaboom Racks. All right, everybody, let's get to the culture. We have a lot to talk about today. Let's check it out. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. All right, guys. So I'm dropping this link in the chat. Our boy Alex from Kaboom Racks wrote an excellent article, and I dropped it this morning. Go check us out, simplybitcoin.substack.com. It's called Manufactured Psychopathy, How to Demand Peace in a World of War. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but as I released this this morning, I saw a TFTC newsletter that dropped, and it was on the same vein. So I'm going to kind of combine them today because it's really an empowering message. So again, I'm not going to read the whole article. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole TFTC newsletter. I, mean, I just picked points of it so that we can kind of have this conversation. And I realized that this was the perfect bit considering what we're covering in the numbers and the news today. So again, this is an article on our Substack: Manufactured Psychopathy, How to Demand Peace in a World at War. We even got you some theme songs here. It's classic Bob Dylan Masters of War song. 
I know people don't like Bob Dylan. I absolutely love Bob Dylan. Anyways, we start this article with here's some theme songs and it's a quote from it. You that never done nothing but build to destroy. You play with my world like it's your little toy. How much more fitting could that be than on today's show? Anyways, I highlighted some parts of this article so we can get this conversation going. And uh, I think this is just summing up the zeitgeist of what even all of us people, Bitcoiners and everyone on the earth are feeling right now in this current moment, especially in America. And so, again, read the whole thing for yourself. I think it's a great read, but I'm going to highlight some parts. It goes, every morning I wake up with a sinking feeling in my stomach. Individuals calling for peace are a minority right now, or the tightly controlled information apparatus has made it look like we're a minority. It's an effective demoralization technique to make sane and rational people feel isolated and alone. They want us to feel like there's absolutely nothing that we can do, and the only option is infinite military spending and destruction of civilian population. If you are against war and money printing, you are a true dissident, and there soon may be repercussions for this. If you have been somewhat awake for the last few years, it's been pretty clear how tightly information is controlled. So how do we operate in a world like this without falling into despair? The scale of devastation would not be possible without money printing. Without the money printer, Western governments would not be able to afford all the aid they have given to prolong war. If governments were funded solely through coercion and not through debasing currencies, it would be incredibly expensive for them to fund their bloodthirsty endeavors. Inflation is covert, whereas actual taxation is right in people's faces. For them to escalate to a point of war, the ruling class would have to justify increased taxes to the peasants. Us peasants would be a lot less excited to support war if they could see the direct cost in order to fund the war. They would be a lot less likely to support the actions which have led to my former playmates. This is part of the story. And this is the hope that Bitcoin offers us. We have a currency that is so superior to fiat currencies that it will win in competition. Despite disruptive measures taken by the fiat psychopaths, when you save in and self-custody Bitcoin, it is directly defunding the war machine. As World War III continues, to escalate, individuals interacting with Bitcoin have an opportunity to significantly shorten the war by making it financially untenable to fund. Finding people to stick by you in tough times is becoming more important than ever. Being able to transact peer-to-peer to to avoid inevitable shortages will be more important than ever. Talking with people face-to-face in order to keep your sanity will be more important than ever, and you will be tempted with despair. But just because you are tempted does not mean you have to submit to it. There are sane people out there. The unfortunate reality we face is that going against the grain of the war machine is difficult and dangerous, and moving forward is probably going to get more difficult and dangerous, but there is hope. Totalitarians never win long-term because totalitarianism is completely unnatural. Humans are meant to live free of the constraints of rulers and society functions the most efficient when markets are free. Bitcoin helps individuals break out of these constraints because it is not controlled by them. A currency with a firm set monetary policy and the ability to transfer enormous sums of wealth without permission completely destroys the tyrant's control. The tyrant's artificial paradigm they have created is crumbling as people are more terrified of the destruction of inflation than they are about every other thing they are talking about. They are looking for an escape from the madness and will come to Bitcoin when they are ready to stop being abused. If you're reading this, you are already way ahead of the masses and will be better positioned to navigate the challenging times ahead because the tyrants are weak. It's not a time for tolerance, but a time for intolerance. Their actions are immoral and not justified, and it's important that we react that way. Again, read the whole article. And on that same note, Marty Bent, 
dropped an excellent article. And uh, I, I, when I first saw this, I want to say, man, maybe he's listening to Opti, but no longer is it just me listening to Marty. He dropped this article and it's titled Believe in Yourself. The way to begin riding the wave of light is to adopt a winner's mentality. And he's been tweeting a lot about the meme. We're going to win. We are winning. We continuously win. Bitcoin's incentives continuously win. We are winning. Anyways, I'm going to read some of this. There's no getting around it, freaks. If you look at the world through a particular lens, again, angle this with what Alex wrote. They're saying the same thing, guys. It is impossible to ignore the signs of cultural, economic, and political rot that are seemingly all-consuming in today's day and age. The 21st century has been marred by endless wars, economic stress, and a tearing of the social fabric that have worked together to push the common man to the edge. It is impossible to ignore the darkness in the world at times, and the inability to ignore leads to hopelessness. This feeling of hopelessness derives from the misconception that you are helpless. Nothing could be further from the truth. You are certainly helpless. If you believe that the solutions to the chaos you witness from the particular lens you are looking through will come from a government or the goodwill of society, no one is coming to save you. However, you can save yourself. In fact, the only way to turn the deep feelings of helplessness into positive action is to believe that you yourself can effectuate change in your own lives. The tools to make your world a better place are at your fingertips. All you have to do is use them. And if a critical mass of people make the conscious decision to take advantage of the tools at their fingertips, they can make the world a better place. Again, guys, go read the whole article. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But as you can tell, we're saying the same thing. We're all hitting on the same drum. And just to sum this up, as Marty wrote, the goal of this particular letter is to help you come to the realization that you have agency and the ability to control your own destiny. The fact of the matter is, is that most people have decided for some reason or another to hand their fate to these old, lame, and insane people who are driven by darkness. This is befuddling when you consider the fact that there are so many tools that exist today that enable you to ride the light, Bitcoin being just one of them. At the end of the day, you can either continue to allow yourself to be absolutely dominated by those riding the wave of darkness, those who have convinced you that they have control over you, or you can take matters into your own hand and hop on the wave of riding the light. The way to begin riding the wave of light is to adopt a winner's mentality. This rag was inspired by a common trope trouted out by Bitcoin critics and even some hardcore Bitcoiners that winning isn't inevitable. The state and the entrenched interest around it can squash us like a bug. In my mind, this is a loser's mindset. You can't beat the darkness unless you believe you can defeat the darkness. You must have confidence in yourself. You must believe in yourself and you must believe that you are not the only one who recognizes these things and has these feelings. There are millions of other people out there in the world who understand these things in the way that you do. They are instinctual. We're going to win isn't some cocking saying that assumes inevitability. It is the embodiment of the belief in oneself and the power one has to change the world. All it takes is a decision to act, a decision to let the old, lame, insane people driven by darkness who currently run the world know that you're not taking their shit anymore. You're taking what's yours. <laughs> Absolute bars, guys. And you know what I like to do here? I like to not only inspire you, give you guys confidence, you know, give you guys the best practices and, and hopefully spread the message. But just to remind you guys, there's more of us out there. There's more people waking up every single day. The more they push for a tyrannical dystopian future, the more people wake up and realize something is wrong. Adopt the winner's mentality that we are going to win, that we are winning, that you can change not only your future, but the full trajectory of the world.
And it really starts by fixing the money. You can fix the world. Lace up your bootsteps. You know, get bootstrap yourself into a, a better world. If you are only focusing on the negative, then you are a part of the problem. I hate to say it. Focus on the positives. Things are getting better. Things will get better because we are stacking. We're winning. And we're winning. We're winning. We're winning. Look, that video by uh, Elizabeth Warren, the video by Christine Lagarde, all the actions by the most vocal detractors of Bitcoin, whether it's the IMF, tells you that they are scared. They're worried, right? Uh, because Bitcoin, ultimately, what it is, it's a forcing function. They can't, they're not, they're not able to get rid of it the way that they've been able to get rid of any competition. Look at what they did to Facebook's uh, cryptocurrency, Libra, right? They got rid of it because of centralization. They can't get rid of Bitcoin, so they're forced to compete with Bitcoin. And that's why they're terrified because they know in a fair competition, people are just going to pick the better money, right? So anyways, uh, yeah. You know what Opti said. You know, fasten up. A little Saint uh, Opti today. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a great ride. And uh, and yeah. Anyways, ladies and gents, uh, I will be traveling uh, Thursday and Friday. So Opti's gonna be holding it down with Rustin. It's gonna be some this great shows. I do have to run. I got some stuff to take care of. I'll be back on Monday, guys. Opti. Hold it down. Make me proud, bro. Peace. Uh, dog burning in house. This is fine. This is fine. Do not say that. Manifest, <laughs> manifest greatness. No, I'm just trolling you. Greatness. I'm just trolling you. I'm just trolling you. I know it makes you nervous. Anyways, guys, let's get into the meme review. The Daily Meme Review. All right, guys. Boys and girls, girls and boys. Yes, Nico, I will hold it down. Peace out, bro. Have a safe trip. Anyways, guys, this is the meme review where you tag me in memes on Twitter at Simply Bitcoin TV. Even tag my personal account right now. I, until further notice, you can tag my personal account at Optimus Fields. But really, just drop the tweets in our Telegram group. We have thousands of people that hang out in there every single day. It's a party. There's lively conversations, but drop the tweets in there, guys. Not just the, don't just steal the meme. Give, give the person the credit so I can bring them on the show. And everyone, I, I saw you guys this week saying I need to send some memes. Yes, send memes. We always need memes. I, I can't even, I, I can't get all the good memes on the show, but I want to get your memes on the show. So send them to me in the Telegram, on Twitter. Tweets are the bullets. Memes are the artillery. As you can tell, there's still a lot of people getting gaslit out there. There's still a lot of people that don't know what they don't know. They don't know that Bitcoin is the solution. They might not even know the problem. This is where we are, guys. So continue to beat the drum. Continue to ridicule the corporate press. Continue to make the funnies so your friend's head stay in the game. It's really a game of attrition. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So we are in this for a long run. I am convinced I'm probably going to be doing this for the rest of my life or at least another decade or two. So get ready for the fight, boys and girls. It is coming, as you can see very clearly on today's show. It is at the gates. So continue to stack sats, continue to stay solvent, continue to take Bitcoin into custody, continue to run nodes, continue to spread the signal. Anyways, guys, first meme is by my boy at Big Sean Harris. He's actually been throwing a lot of memes 
lately. I you you you're dropping too many memes, Big Sean Harris. Spread them out so I can get them all on the show, bro. Anyways, first meme is by Big Sean Harris, and it goes, "It is what it is." And we got the SpongeBob. Uh, guy here he's the janitor he's got his music on and he <laughs> he's mopping up water at the bottom of the ocean floor and it says caution wet floor and he goes when your job is pointless but you still need to buy bitcoin and then our boy bitcoin cam is trolling him as bro you just started like last wednesday he says i actually really love my job but i gotta make the means for those who don't guys you need to sacrifice you need to save in time, you will be able to put your capital, put your money where your mouth is. And if you're working a job right now, a fiat job that you hate, well, in time, I'm hoping and wishing that you build something of your own because this is the way, providing value to your fellow man. You're not going to get rich working for some other guy. Anyways, next meme, the BTC therapist, he goes, it's just math, hashtag BTC. And uh, there's a bunch of laugh. I don't know who this actor is. You guys can tell me in the chat. And he's all laughing. And he goes, uh, when someone says that Bitcoin can't go up forever, and in me, just laughing with joy and glee. Yes, it can, because it is going up forever, Laura. It's almost like people do not understand digital scarcity, or rather scarcity in general. But hey, it's going up forever, Laura. Better get on the train, boys and girls. Better get on the train now while you're still relatively early. Next one is by 21JCLP. Shouts out to you, bro. Dude, Sailor keeps taking your memes. I love to see it, bro. And he goes, make war unaffordable with Bitcoin. Bitcoiners, peace and fist and fight for the powers. And we got a, this, I think it's AI, of someone in a hoodie and a Guy Fox mask. And it goes, make war unaffordable opt out, save in Bitcoin, literally defund them. If you do not believe in war, if you do not believe in violence and theft, we'll stop using their money. That literally perpetuates violence and theft. It's it's a very simple, simple solution. Okay, next one is by Darren Gleason, aka at D Gleason 650. And he goes, I make meme. And we got a classic, classic template here. 300 template and it's zero season. It goes the government as zero season goes, I can offer you security. I require only that you kneel. And then we have, wow. How am I blanking on his name right now? The 300 guy, the King uh, Leonidas King Leonidas as Bitcoiners. It goes now see that's going to be a problem. I cannot kneel now that we have the tools to free ourselves. Sorry, won't kiss the boot. It is what it is. We have chosen freedom. Sucks to be used here, Anyways, next meme is by Vivek for real underscore. And it goes, why Bitcoin only? And it's just a few statements. You know, Bitcoin has no founder. Bitcoin has no ruling foundation. Bitcoin has no pre-mine, has no insiders, has no initial investors, has no office, has no website, has no paid executive team, has no marketing team has no paid dev team, had no starting price, has no human controlling it, and is the fairest money on the earth. This is the way, boys and girls. This is the way. This is why Bitcoin is so different to everything else. Anyways, next one is by Plan Marcus, aka at Plan underscore Marcus. And he goes, uh, in the SpongeBob spelling, I'm ready for the crypto bull run. A rising tide lifts all boats. And it's clown shit emoji and it goes when you buy crypto instead of bitcoin and this guy has his cash mask upside down and completely not doing what it's supposed to be doing this is what you're doing when you save quote unquote save in crypto it is bitcoin not crypto this is the way anyways 
Uh, apparently, there's a FOMC meeting right now. You know, the Fed chair, you know, a small cabal of people are controlling the money supply as we speak. And, um, you know, other Barry just just he's 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 got a comment on it. Other Barry BTC goes, it is inevitable. Hashtag Bitcoin. And it looks like Jay Powell as a as a Pepe the Frog, though. I was going to say uh, at first when I saw this, I thought it was Jay Powell as a lizard, but I'm realizing it is Pepe the Frog. And it goes, money printer, go burr. It is inevitable. They will continue to print money. Maybe not now. Maybe not next year, but they have to keep printing to ensure the system. Anyways, drop your meme review score in the chat as I cover mine live. Actually, before I do that, though, before I give you my meme review score so that we can get a little bit of that delay catching up, get yourself some Simply Bitcoin merch, guys. I'm wearing the Simply Bitcoin hoodie. It is becoming my favorite hoodie. You can get yourself a shirt. Again, we are going to do a giveaway, guys. So uh, I haven't figured out the full mechanisms to make this happen, but we're going to give away a shirt, maybe a few shirts, a hoodie. We're going to give back to you guys. So 21K. Should be maybe next week. I will start the raffling. I'll, I'll probably do it in the culture. I'll try to do it live so you guys know that I'm not I'm not uh, finessing anything out here. But we really appreciate you guys. Get yourself some merch. It really means a lot to us. We love and appreciate the support. We are doing our best to be as independent as possible. And your guys' direct support means a lot to us. If we provide value to you guys, we appreciate it. And you can rock some dope merch. We are in talks to get you guys hats. We will get you some female sizes, the female cuts. Uh, we are in talks with some Bitcoin artists right now to get you guys some limited edition merch. Anyways, my meme review score for today. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if I if I should drop this merch or this meme review score. Or should I do something nicer? No, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> uh some cool mint zins. Three Zin gang. What's up, boys? Let's go. Oh, wrong one. Hold on. I need some for some horns for this one. Shouts out to the Zin gang out there. Uh, you know. Eliminate the bug man within and, and get some nicotine in you. <laughs> All right, guys. One sec. One sec. What I do? What I do? All right. Uh, drop your meme review in the chat. I will get to it live. In the meantime, let's get that music. All right. All right. One second. One second. I'm scrolling up. I am scrolling up. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. You guys are still delayed on it. All right. All right. I see. You. Okay. Here we go. Tore up Hoddle, he goes. Meme score, recently ripped big Sean Harris 383 out of 500 BTC trading card card. Nice, okay, uh, I was wondering where that was going. Okay, uh, P-Man Van, I give these memes one cut buck equals 2,903 sats on our way to one sat per dollar. Let's go. Okay, Planet Earth. Meme score, if you are alive, you are winning. There is a global army at your sides, my brothers and sisters. None of things stops this train. Let's go. That's the energy we need, boys. Okay, next one is take the ride. I give the memes a sophisticated 24 words. Yes, yes. Okay, let's go. Elaine, meme score. 
Bighorn brings in a new politics of decentralized volunteerism ruled by natural law. Yes, love it. Okay. Matthew J. Memes review score. Eight Bitcoin spot ETFs dropping tomorrow. Yes, it is. Okay, okay. BTC is true. Score Bitcoin only. No shit coins allowed. I'll give it one second as I uh, I pull some names. Uh, where where did you go? Okay. I, all right. So like, hold on. I'm like uh, I'm like Santa Claus right now. All right. Um, I'm I'm writing your names down on a list and I am checking it twice. <laughs> uh because I, i'm gonna i i'm gonna i'm picking everyone's names in the chat that i know that i've seen hang out with us all year and i'm gonna put it in a random name chooser generator so that i can uh give you guys a grand prize again we have a grand prize go follow stamp seed follow our twitter subscribe to our youtube join our telegram and i i i don't know if i can combine them all but maybe i'll choose one gift for our telegram uh one for our twitter and one for our youtube subscribers but the main prize is going to you guys in the chat that have been hanging out with us every single day that ride with us every single day we appreciate you guys you guys are the real mvps we love you anyways guys thank you it is wednesday if you appreciate what we do, you like what we're doing, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Share Bitcoin signal. It is becoming more and more important to spread the Bitcoin signal. Don't spread shitcoin signal. Don't even spread shitcoiner signal. Even if they're right, rip their content. No, don't do that. All right, guys. Anyways, we'll be back tomorrow. I will be holding down the rest of the week with Rustin. I do have a guest tomorrow. I think you guys are going to like this one. So appreciate you guys. Have a good rest of your day. As I always say on spaces, get outside, get your body moving, eat some good food, call your loved ones, a fit body, fit mind, fit finances. This is how we usher in a better world. You are the change. It is happening in real time. Anyways, peace out, guys. I will see you on the flip side tomorrow.